when we talk about hope, we are wishing for a positive outcome of something that we desire or need. But regular hope is different from biblical hope. Stay tuned to find out how they are diametrically opposed. Coming up next. Hey, today I want to piggyback on what I discussed yesterday on uh, January the 31st in regards to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And by a quick way of review, I want to recite that passage. It says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, a conviction of things not seen. Now, the version that I just read to you was the American Standard Version. I'm going to read a different version. Read, I'm going to read the KJV or the King James Version. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's probably the most popular one that's recited. And then the second verse, it says this, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, what does that mean? I'll read it again. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, what the writer of Hebrews is saying is that the things that we see were, made, were not made by things that we see. I know that sounds like double talk. In other words, the visible was made by the invisible, i.e. God Almighty. God who is invisible but real created all the things that we see. And the things that we see are clearly, it clearly lets us know that there was a, um, a creator. In other words, you can't have a world without someone creating the world, just like you can't have someone to design. You can't have a home without someone designing that home. The home itself is not going to put itself together by osmosis. In other words, the wires, the roofing, the the dirt, the wood, the screws, all the metal parts, all the electricals and everything is not just going to be piled up on a lot and then all of a sudden transform itself and build itself and become a house. Nothing can self-create. Something has to design everything that that we see. You know, whether it's a, a home or whether it's an automobile or whether it's a computer or whether it's furniture, someone has to design that. And so the master designer of the universe is the Lord. All right. So that is what it's talking about in verse three. But the word that I want to focus on in this segment is the word hope. Now, when we think of hope in the general sense, we think of a wish. We hope for a positive outcome if someone has an illness. It could be cancer. And right now, of course, everyone is overloaded with the coronavirus pandemic, or as we commonly call call it, COVID-19. So 
those people that have an extreme case of COVID-19 are looking or hoping for a positive outcome that they can recover from it. And according to statistics, most people recover from it. Probably over 99% of people recover from COVID-19, whether they've had a mild case of it. And of course, obviously, I would imagine the percentages are lower for those who have a very grave or very heavy case of it due to maybe pre-existing health conditions. At any rate, when we, when something comes across our minds that we want to happen well, we, we, we hope for it. We wish for a positive outcome. In other words, we wish we get that new job that we've applied to. We hope that we get that, that new car that we like or those clothes that are on sale or whatever it is that we desire we want it to happen for us in the uh, pot in a positive way right so that's natural hope and so natural hope is a kind of a leap into the dark because we don't know what's going to happen we have no guarantees that it's going to fall our way that it's going to happen the way that we desire so it's flimsy so it's it's uncertain it's it's whimsical but biblical hope is something that is totally different biblical hope is actually a guarantee because it's based on the promises of God even though we don't see it with our eyes yet it is certain to happen because God cannot lie and whatever God has declared well that he wants to happen nothing and no one can stop that which God has made a decree on you follow what I'm saying so every promise of God as the Bible says is yes and amen and we should take great comfort and joy in the hope that God gives us and that's why the writer in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 can say now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so what is going on with biblical hope it is actually a Greek word elpis e-l-p-i-s it means a favorable and earnest expectation and like I said, biblical hope, because it's based on the word of God, is an absolute guarantee. So to give you an example, Jesus said that if anyone believes on me, they'll be saved. In other words, he said in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him should not perish but have eternal life that is an absolute promise that is true that is true now and it will be true forever so anybody that has placed their trust in Jesus Christ is saved they have been taken out of death and been translated into life life eternal now understand that we have not experienced our complete salvation yet in other words, we are saved within, but our bodies are still unredeemed. But the promise has been made that we will be completely redeemed. And 
This is what it talks about in Ephesians chapter 1. It says the Holy Spirit seals us until the day of redemption. All right, Ephesians chapter 1. This is what it says in Ephesians chapter 1. It says this. Let's start with verse 13, Ephesians chapter 1. It says, In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Now, I'm reading the King James Version. I'm going to switch, all right? I'm going to switch versions. And I'm going to look at the Amplified. And it says this, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promise, Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ, as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee all right, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of our inheritance unto the redemption of God's owned purchased possession, his believers, to the praise of his glory. All right, this is Paul speaking uh, to the uh, church at Ephesus. All right, so what he is saying is that when we believed, when we trusted Christ, when we made a declaration of belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God sealed us as his own possession. When something has a seal on it, that means that is an indication of ownership. You know, whether it's a car, whether it's a whether it's a food product, if the company puts its seal on it, that is that is designation of ownership, of approval, all right, of possession. So the Holy Spirit is when he seals the believer that believer belongs to the Lord and that is part of our hope the hope is that what God has put a down payment on that is us as believers and that down payment is indicated by the seal of the Holy Spirit that which he has put a down payment on that which he's purchased he's going to claim at the appointed time so that is part of our blessed hope that is part of our earnest expectation once again Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen now when all has been completed when faith and hope has reached its destination then what we do is we go over to the book of Romans this is what it says in the book of Romans in the eighth chapter Romans chapter 8 all right here we go it says this all right I'm gonna start with verse 23 it says not only this but we too who have the first fruits of the Spirit a joyful indication of the blessings to come even we groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the sign of of our adoption as sons the redemption and transformation of our bodies at the resurrection for, verse 24 for in this hope we were sealed oh, I'm sorry we were saved by faith but hope the object of which is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he already sees but if we hope for what we do not see 
we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. All right. So right now we are in the hope stage because our full manifestation of what God has promised to us has not manifested itself yet because the timing has not occurred. It's not time for us to receive everything that God has promised promises. In other words, we have not received our full inheritance, but it is guaranteed to come because God has promised it to us in the way that we know that his promise we have faith as the substance of the promise that God has made to us. So and because we have faith, we also have hope. All right. So once again, faith is trust. It's believe, believe it's reliance, it's confidence. All right. In something or someone, all of us have faith in something or somebody. All right. And of course, the perfect type of faith to have is faith in God. That's what Jesus commanded his disciples to do in Mark chapter 11. He says, have faith in God. And so, and for those who have faith in God, also have hope in God. So the hope that God has given us are equal to his promises. Let's look at the book of Titus, another letter that was written by Paul. This is what he said in Titus chapter 2. He said this. He says, Awaiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. All right. We'll read that again. Awaiting and confidently expecting the fulfillment of our blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is our blessed hope. And Jesus said that he would return to gather his bride from the earth. We read about that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 to 18 and 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 through 58 and that's of course the accounts that deal with the rapture of the church and also of course if we read John chapter 14 he says it is expedient that I go away so that I can prepare a place for you so if I'm preparing a place for you I will come back for you and receive you into myself. In other words, it makes perfect sense. If Jesus is preparing a place for us in glory in heaven, then obviously he's going to come back and get his his own to be with him. In other words, and otherwise it would make no sense to prepare a place for people that are not going to come and be with him, right? So faith in God and hope God has promised are to me are bookends. They're 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 sisters, they're 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 cousins, they're kins kinfolk because we can't have uh, faith without hope in God and we cannot have the hope of God with also not trusting in him. We have to have both. Alright? So that's why I wanted to do this piggyback 
segment in regards to what I discussed yesterday in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 because the two have to coincide together in order for us to run this race with joy because if God promises us something but he does not give us the ability to trust in what he's promised then we're running a race that we will not finish we will stop we will run out of gas we will give up but that's why the word of God for us here in this day and age is so critical because we can read the wonderful examples of those who went way before us who blazed the trail for us in Hebrews chapter 11 whereby they exercise faith in different situations in their lives and not having even seen the promises that God gave to them they had an inward witness and a certainty and they had a earnest expectation i.e. that hope that what God had promised that he was going to fulfill and because they had that inner witness because they had that conviction they continued on not having seen that which God had promised as I mentioned yesterday Abraham only got a sliver of what God promised him I mean he did promise him that he would have a son and it took from the point that God made the promise until the son of promise was actually born was a 25 year period so from the age of 75 when God initially spoke to Abram at least that was his name then and then it was changed to Abraham until he actually had Isaac was a 25 year gap so when Abraham had Isaac he was 100 years old but when the promise was was initially made to him he was 75 years old so Abraham had to be trusting had to trust in God for a very long time for that one promise to be fulfilled you follow what I'm saying and so but the part that the other part that God prompts to Abraham and says you know you uh, I will bless you and your life will be a blessing and through your seed all the nations of the earth will be blessed Abraham didn't see that Abraham did get to the uh, to, to the promised land because that's where God told him to go he did see his son but uh, that was pretty much it I mean all the other promises that God made to him he died before they ever came to fruition so he is yet to see everything that God had promised him but he had hope in God and he trusted in the promises of God and that's why he could move forward and that's what we have to do that's why those heroes of faith are mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11 so that we can be encouraged and trust and wait on God and in the meantime in the in the parentheses of our lives we can continue to serve God with with vitality with with excitement and be patient you know in our tribulation because we have these witnesses these these great cloud of witnesses Hebrews chapter 12 tells us so if God did it for them and they belong to God then why why will not God do it for us and we also belong to God you follow what I'm saying so we 
trust in what God has promised. And because we trust in God, we have hope that what he has promised, he will do. So hopefully this small segment has been an encouragement to you. Keep hoping and trusting in God and he will make a way for you, but you can't give up your steadfastness and your hope and continue to work hard, continue to to labor in the Lord because your labor is not in vain. Amen. God bless you. Take care. We'll talk sooner than later.